Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 282 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, it is love week. And regardless of your relationship status, let's talk about it. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with and settle on in. Blaine encourages you is coming to you with four types of love. It's a review and that's what's coming up next. All right, everyone, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing BlendCouragesYou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast, there are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So we are here to talk about love and let me give you a little background before you get into the actual content. So about three years ago or so, the Lord blessed me to do a study on Periscope Live. Some of you all remember Periscope and we talked about what love was and what love was not. And I have to tell you all that the Lord blessed and taught so much when it came to love and what we should and should not be doing. So when I was speaking to the Lord about what to bring you all this week, that study came up or at least a part of that study. And I thought, you know what, Lord, that's a great idea. Let's revisit our love, especially in light of love day and love week. So what you're going to hear is a rebroadcast from that time. And I tell you, God's word is timeless because it's still relevant today. And it doesn't matter what your relationship status is. This is going to bless you. Take a listen, BCU fam. So the first type of love I'd like to take a look at is called Eros. Eros, E-R-O-S. And Eros is actually a romantic love. The thing with Eros is that it's often and very erroneously confused with lust. Now, lust is a strong or intense desire or craving 
for something. And we've heard the term perhaps so-and-so has a lust for power. So it means it's unbridled and uncontrolled and that you'll do anything to get it. And when we think about eros in this sense, uh, we confuse it with love because a strong sexual desire for someone, uh, that uncontrolled, that, that passion that you want to express uh, often gets confused with love, but really it is uh, lust. And if it is outside of marriage, it is a problem, BCU family. In fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 15 through 20 reminds us that we are to flee fornication and fornication is intimate relations with someone before marriage. And part of that reason is because we are members of Christ and the Holy Ghost. It abides down on the inside. And once you create that bond with someone, um, that bond is is very difficult to break. Um, The sexual part of marriage is to, again, bond couples. And we just shouldn't be bonded with any and everybody when it comes to intimacy. So Eros is fantastic in its place because it is indeed reserved for married couples for that bonding that I just talked about. And also for those that want to have children. So Hebrews chapter 13, verse number four reminds us that marriage is honorable and the bed is undefiled. And then first Corinthians chapter seven, verses one through five goes on to say, in order to avoid fornication, that every man should have his own wife and every woman should have her own husband. All right, let's go to love type number two called storage. Storage. Now that is spelled S-T-O-R-G-E. And storage is a family love. Now this is a natural love that is felt and expressed between family members such as parents and children. There's that natural love that comes. Also that love is expressed to those who are related to you. So when you think about your extended family and even close friends of the family. Now, a biblical example of flawed, but this familiar love is found in Genesis chapter 25, verse number 28, where we read that Isaac loved Esau and Rebekah loved Jacob. And these were parents who loved their sons. Another illustration of storage love is found in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 1 and 2. Now, because of the deep filial love, and we're going to talk about that in just a bit, but that deep relationship between David and Jonathan, Saul, who was Jonathan's father, actually took David in as a permanent guest. Storage, family love. All right, let's go to love type number three, and that is filio. Filio, and that is a friendship love. And you all might recognize filio from Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love. So this type of love, BCU family, is characterized as a caring, compassionate affection that we should have for our neighbor. And neighbor is a term for 
everybody that we come in contact with. So we have that general love and this love is commonly shared amongst the people of God. Now in Hebrews chapter 13, verse number one, Paul reminds us to let brotherly love continue. So a really good example, BCU family, of brotherly love would be the story of the Good Samaritan. Now, many of us know this story, and it's a great one to revisit just to see what brotherly love looks like. And that is found in the book of Luke, chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. And what I would love to do is just read through that story uh, just a bit. I may uh, do a little bit of a paraphrase, but this is something that I think that uh, in this present world, and as we know that the Lord is soon to come and the love of men will wax cold, it's up to us as the people of God to make sure that we exhibit this love regardless, because otherwise people are not going to know, you know, that we are his disciples and we are by the love that we exhibit one to another. And the book of John tells us that, but let's get to Luke chapter 10. And again, we're going to start at verse number 25, and then we're going to read on down to verse number 37. So in this passage of scripture, there was a lawyer who stood up to tempt Jesus and said, master, you know, what do I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, you know, what's written in the law? You know, what have you read? And the lawyer said, that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, strength, mind, and to love my neighbor as I love myself. And Jesus said unto him, you know, you are right. Do this and you shall live. Now here's the catch here. Verse number 29 says, but this lawyer who was willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, well, who is my neighbor? So who do I have to love in order to to make it in? So what I love about Jesus is is that he had this awesome parable. And I remember being taught as a youngster that parables are earthly stories with heavenly meanings. I praise God for Elder Samuel Smith teaching me that as a youngster. God bless him richly. Um, But let's get into the story here. So verse number 30 says that Jesus said that a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. And these thieves stripped this man of his clothing, wounded him, and left him half dead. And it just so happened that there was a certain priest that came down that way, saw this man laying on the roadside and just passed on the other side. Right after that, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on this young man and passed him on the other side. So we've got two uh, people that are part of the body of Christ, if you will, And they just went on about their business. But then there came a Samaritan and the Samaritans were very despised people, just hated people. And this Samaritan was on his way where he was going and saw, thank you, Jesus, this man laying on the side of the road. And verse number 33 says, when he saw him, he had compassion. And remember, BCU family, that filial love is full of compassion. So this Samaritan went on to this young man and bound up his wounds and, 
you know, dressed them with oil and wine and set this man on his own beast and brought him to an inn to take care of him. And the next day, now, so he stayed overnight, BCU family. And the next day when he departed, he took out some money and gave it to the innkeeper and said, please take care of him. And hopefully this, this covers it. And whatever it is that is over this cost, when I come back again, I'll be sure to repay you. Verse 36 says, and Jesus asked the question, now, which now of these three, the priest, the Levite, or the Samaritan, was the neighbor to him that fell among thieves? And the lawyer said, verse 37, he that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, go and do likewise. So this BCU family is how we are to conduct ourselves with the filial love that God has given us. Now, I'd like to give you another example as well uh, with filial love because not only is this the compassionate type of love that we have for others, this also describes the emotional, powerful bonds of a deep friendship. 1 Samuel Chapter 18, we're circling back to that. It tells the story of David and Jonathan, Saul's son, whose souls were knitted together. And knitted means united closely, tied or fastened. They just had this deep bond. I love that. And because of this deep bond, Jonathan loved David as he loved his own soul. And for those of us that have deep friendships with people, we understand that verse intimately. Those are examples of filial love. On to our fourth and final type of love, BCU family, and you probably have an idea of what it is. And this is where the study that I was talking about really came out of, and it is agape love. And agape love is sacrificial love. Now, we've got the perfect illustration of this love because it comes from God himself. In fact, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whosoever shall believe on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that is in the book of John, chapter number three, Verse number 16. And I'm going to go on and read verse 17 as well. Because God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So that's God's plan for man. Uh, Man, and I mean mankind, just needs to yield on to God's plan. So um, this kind of love, BCU family, is unconditional, patient, And it is forgiving. And once you have repented of your sins and been baptized in the name of Jesus, and then go on to tarry and receive the Holy Ghost, meaning that you have Jesus down on the inside, part of the fruit of the spirit of having the Holy Ghost down on the inside is that you are filled with the love of God. And that love is the same agape, unconditional 
patient and forgiving love uh, that God puts down on the inside. Now, I will tell you all that it has to be cultivated because we will freely love people and we'll do that. But what happens is, is that the old nature that is down on the inside of us as well, when the love is not reciprocated, or again, if things are not going the way we want to, we will turn off and on the love that God has given us without a second thought necessarily. And when we are walking in the love that God gives us and and doing this in an agape love style, uh, we're not going to just turn off and on the love. Now, I will say that it does take yielding to the spirit of God to be able to exhibit this love because that old nature is strong, you all, but it's not impossible because we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. So in thinking about how to love and what that looks like, uh, there is a very familiar chapter of scripture, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and it tells us what love is, what love is not, and what love should be. And uh, that's what the series is on that we're teaching. And it's it's really something serious, BCU family, because God does hold us accountable for making sure that we take care of the love that he gives us and that we exhibit it properly. And if we're having struggles with that, uh, we need to take those to Jesus and yield them to him and allow him to help us to love the way that he would call us to love. Amen. Amen. And there you have it, BCU fam, the four levels or four types of love. And I, I say levels, they're not really levels necessarily. They do go hand in hand and the agape does have to be uh, the undercurrent for all of the other types of love. And I have to tell you all that it has been quite some time since I have looked at the love in all of these different areas in this amount of detail. And this is an excellent call to action for me and a reminder that I should make sure that my love is doing what God would have it to do on all of these areas. And it's also an excellent reminder around the love that God has for us, that agape unconditional love that he has for us. And I am so grateful for it. And I know that you all are as well. Now, a couple of things I wanted to say is, is that this is uh, Valentine's week. I know that there's some controversy as to people celebrating and all that sort of thing. I'm not here for that today. I do know that um, it's sometimes a little difficult for those who are not with someone where, you know, all of this love is being displayed. And I just want to remind you, as said in the introduction, that regardless of your relationship status, that the Lord loves you. Now, people have told me that for years. And, you know, before I was married, I I certainly understood that. It sometimes, though, did sting a little. So I'm going to be praying for those of you all that may be in uh, situations where you're not necessarily uh, getting or having a love reciprocated to you. So I want to pray for you all in that area because I know how that feels. Also, for those that may have a hard time loving because someone has hurt you and it's difficult to show the agape love. Now, love in the agape sense means that you love this person regardless. Love does not always mean having a relationship with an individual when it's not in your best interest. 
there are a couple of people that I can think of, probably more than a couple, where uh, we were close at one point in time in our lives and the Lord has seen fit that we do not have that everyday relationship. Now, uh, for the one person I'm thinking about, they had a loss in their family uh, not too long ago and the Lord uh, unctioned me to reach out to the individual and to keep them in prayer and we do keep in touch. Now, that because I love them and that's what agape love does. So it doesn't mean that I have to talk to this individual every day. It does mean that when there is a request for prayer, when someone needs something, when the Lord puts that person on my heart and mind, that I should pray for them or reach out to them or do whatever it is that he would have me to do, that I do that and it sh I should not be in a strain getting that done. That's agape love at work and that's what the Lord wants us to do. So let's let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, Lord, we just thank you because this is the day that you have made and we are rejoicing and we are glad in it. We thank you, Lord, for everyone who is here under the sound of my voice, who has listened uh, in thus far. And we thank you for giving us, Lord, some insight on the different types of love. We ask that you remember those, Lord, who may be feeling lonely uh, on this day and this week where Valentine's Day is not a good time for them, whether they are not in a relationship or maybe a relationship hasn't worked out. Perhaps this is an anniversary of the loss of a loved one or whatever the situation may be, Lord. We thank you that your love can come in and we pray, Lord, that your love will come in and wash over each and every person here, wherever they are and whatever they're going through, that they feel your presence and know, Lord, that you are there for them. And we thank you. And that's the kind of love you have for your people. So we thank you for that today. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you remember those who struggle with showing agape love because of being hurt because of situations, Lord, where they have been wronged or whatever the situation is. And we thank you, Lord, for coming in and for mending broken hearts, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for touching minds today, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us with the spirit of forgiveness because you have forgiven us, Lord, because you love us so. We thank you for helping us to learn to forgive others, Lord. Help us to let it go. Help us to give it to you, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus, to, to just leave it at your feet and to where you will replace all of what we're feeling in our hearts, any bitterness or any sort of anger or malice or clamor, anything that's in our hearts, Lord. We thank you for taking that away and for replacing that with your love. And we thank you for it, Lord. And we know that if we were wrong, Lord Jesus, you will avenge us in your time and in your way. We just want to trust you to get it done and not be obsessed with that, Lord, but to go on and to serve and to continue to love you. And for some of us, Lord, to save us. So we thank you for that today. Thank you again for everyone here, Lord. Continue to bless and keep each and every one. And we're going to continue to give your name the praise, glory, and honor that belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. Amen. BCU family, it is just about time for me to sign off. This is Blen from BlenCouragesYou.com here. I want to thank you all so much for your prayerful support and for listening in. And Lord will, and until the next time we are together, may our awesome God bless you keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you all peace as you stay on the wall.